Corey Murray. Charlie Pan, I want to know what you're going to do for the day. <laughs> All right, let me get my bars together. <clears throat> No, I'm just kidding. Y'all ain't ready for this. Y'all ain't practice. ready for this episode. Next week. Well, Corey, what would you do for the... You know what? Before we talk about what we would that's do for true, the That's true. That's <laughs> true. Our show is lit this week. Oh, me gosh. Who's on the show, Corey? First of all, this motherfucking Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Who had so much fun in here with You us. guys are going to love this episode. I'm not even saying it because I work and Charlie and I were there to do the, the interview, but... Buckle up. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarity, exactly. Like Strap to say. in because we went there with Jesse. And it's like an empire extravaganza. He is low key hilarious. We got to know a side of him I had never seen. Loved it. But also talk to the man who put him on Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. Actually, but Jesse. 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 Started off in Mighty Ducks. Yeah. And he wanted to let everybody know that. He has receipts. He has receipts. From elementary school. That it was an empire. So I take that back. Okay. So they're both on the show this week. So Empire came back last night. Y'all know it was lit. And we have them on the show. So please stick around for that. But first, we want to give you guys overdue love. Thank you so much for all the reviews. You guys have been listening. You've done what we've asked. And that's rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. And we have so many great reviews that we want to shout out for those people who did it. And thank you, thank you, thank you. We love y'all. Bless you. Please, please continue to do that. Complete, continue to talk to us. You can talk to us on social media at our hashtags. I'm at Corey Murray. At ManWifeDog on Twitter. At Charlie Penn on Instagram. And also, we got to pour a little out for our comrade who's gone. Yolanda, she is living her best life in Durban for Essence Fest Durban. So don't feel too bad for her, y'all. But we do miss you dearly, Yolanda. She is working. But you can follow her and follow everything about Essence Fest Durban at Yolizama. And don't forget, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. All right, so let's get into this love because our our Apple reviews were lit. lit. Okay, so this is from Bonds. I absolutely love you guys. I look forward to listening every week. I love how celebrities are just relaxed and real with you guys. Don't know how I survived this long without a dose of this black girl magic every week. Thank you, boo. Yes. This is from Kasora. Hashtag truth for sharing unapologetically how wonderful and diverse we black women are with the world. Hashtag receipts. We see you, Sephora. I mean, it made me think of Sephora, too. You know why I'm thinking of Sephora? Real talk, side note. It rhymes. Um, So I bought Fenty Beauty. Mm. I know we just wasn't on a list to talk about, but I got the wrong match. I got 300, and I really am a 370. Did you take it back? And I've been trying to get back to Sephora, but everyone I go to, it's sold out. Mm. And all of the makeup artists there are like, girl. Rihanna is winning. 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 So that's why Sephora's on my mind because I'm thinking after we record this, if I could hit that Sephora, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go to I a white neighborhood and be like, Yeah, if you go to a white neighborhood, you're good. They should have it. They have to have I look, a little bit. If anybody out there got an extra 370, I'm gonna send, like, hit me up on Twitter and I'll give you my address. And Corey will pay for shipping. Yes. <laughs> all right. Okay. This one is from S. Bridgeforth. I am so grateful for this podcast series. It is informative, it is real, it is unapologetically black woman centered. LGBT supportive and community minded. The show gives me hope, energy, inspiration, and deep belly joy. Yes, girl. Okay, this review touched my heart. Thank you guys so much. We make the show for all of those reasons and to show the diversity. So thanks for noticing. 
And one more. This is from CJ Light Being. These women immediately become friends I want to hear from regularly. Their interviews and topics of discussion are fun, informative, and relevant. It's always a joy to hear from them. Thanks, Essence. And she gave the heart emoji. So thank you, CJ. I feel so loved. Thank you. Thank you. But please continue to talk to us on Twitter, Instagram. Use the hashtag YesGirlPodcast. We are reading we are hearing your thoughts thank you and continue to if you haven't already if you're a first-time listener please subscribe to yes girl and rate us and leave a review all right now these hot topics oh honey where do we start Corey, are you taking a knee i am taking a knee mm-hmm. but i'm also locking arms you're doing both i'm doing both and i know with, there's a little debate happening there's a debate happening um if you guys i mean i know you guys know but you know everything that's going on with um colin kaepernick and first of all he hasn't he's been out of work this whole season right? this whole season because nobody wants to work with him but then you know somebody's president is more concerned about what folks how folks are protesting peacefully at these NFL games during the anthem opposed to what he should be doing to Puerto Rico uh, North Korea just any other fucking thing that's more important than this absolutely so he berated Twitter this weekend about this mess and a lot of people a lot of teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers sat out the national anthem in unity with their players and a lot of people are missing the true message of the taking a knee, which is about protesting police brutality and racism, racism, mm-hmm. as opposed to like the NFL or the flag or whatever. It's like we're showing we're protesting. And he's up here on Twitter saying it's not patriotic and asking the teams to fire yeah. the players. Oh, those sons of bitches. Girl, don't. Mm. Oof. Boiling my blood, boiling my blood. Okay, hold on in a minute. But as this Seriously? thing is playing out over the weekend, you know, NFL Super Sunday is a big game. So a lot of people are now split, it seems, that whether you take a knee is a true sign of solidarity or for some teams they are linking arms. Mm-hmm. Or I saw some, that. Or some pink teams are kneeling before the anthem. So some people feel strongly that if you're not taking that knee, like literally, then you're not joining the protest. Because uh, you're still standing, yes. right, during the anthem. Yeah. I mean, I I personally don't judge people's protests. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to protest and you're standing up for something, you can choose the best way to do that. Yeah. I just want people to stand for something right yes. now because this is not a time to sit on the bench. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. And Trump tried to uninvite Steph Curry to the White House after he already said he wasn't coming, which Twitter quickly pointed out, and I concur. That's like breaking out with somebody right after they broke up with you. I love LeBron not James. <laughs> Response he said, to that. You bum. <laughs> and like, I read he wasn't that. already wasn't coming dude. just the way it felt. Like fuck you and your invite. Yeah, Twitter's been fired up. Everything's been fired up. I just hate people. I just hate seeing people think it's about protesting the NFL mm-hmm. or not being patriotic. Mm-hmm. It's not patriotic for our young brothers and sisters to be getting gunned down in the street. Yeah, that's not fair either. No. Nope. So come on, people. And shout out. Uh, we are lifting up Jamila Hill mm-hmm. uh, for what she's going through over at ESPN for you know. The six, she just wrote a beautiful piece on the undefeated, uh, which I haven't finished reading, but I'm gonna go back to. But where she explaining her stance of what she's been going through these past couple of weeks. So, we are lifting you up, girl, and we we are here for you still. So, and speaking of speaking of lifting up our sisters, our girl Wendy Williams is having a rough week. Woo! Look, I'm just gonna summarize. Allegedly, reportedly, no, I love Auntie Wendy. I know you if do. You don't know y'all. Like I love Wendy Williams. Y'all. Side note: Charlie <laughs> Penn loves Wendy so much. Charlie Penn 
got Wendy Williams to come into the Essence office, set up a desk in the hallway, <laughs> and take relationship questions from the staffers. Ask Wendy, brought it to Essence. I had to. That was all through Charlie Penn. Iconic. She set up her sign, her mic, and the best was when people were coming around the corner like, wait, wait. Do is that Wendy Williams? <laughs> and she was like, come over here, talk to me. What do you want to know? I think she had kicked off her shoes. Everything. Like she was every, yeah. So That was last yes. year, but yeah. it was iconic. Shout it was out to iconic, Wendy. But you love her. I love Wendy. I just love, I mean, I know a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. She's polarizing. But I think what I like about Wendy is she's just always tried to be herself and have fun, mm-hmm. which is why relaying this allegedly reportedly Report today, allegedly reportedly. That lengthy, allegedly, allegedly reportedly, reportedly on Daily Mail. Daily Mail has uh, discovered that Wendy Williams' husband may be living a double life and have a long-term girlfriend that he shares, allegedly reportedly, a home with, $750,000 home. That his name, They have a photo of his name on the mailbox with hers and pictures of them sort of canoodling and being out and about like a couple. Like living together for like... 10 Ten years. years. And I'm struggling with this Mm -hmm. because Wendy is all about airing everyone else's dirty laundry. And I'm finding it hard to believe that she would be keeping a secret like this from her fans for this long. So that would lead me to believe, if it's true, allegedly, reportedly, that she didn't know. And if she didn't know, my heart goes out to her. If she did know, and it is true, then I just feel like we're going to, it's about to be an explosive episode of Wendy coming up because she. Well, I know you, um, you didn't get, I don't know if you went back and saw that first episode. Yeah. And she lightly addressed it. She lightly addresses, you know, she said it was something about her being a hot topic and, you know, I get it. You know, she was like all's well in Hunterville. But one thing I took away, took away from this again, let's report if he's, if he, if he's doing this or if he's not doing this, I mean, but Charlie, you tell me you're the relationship expert. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like this could be like, everyone could have all kind of marriages. Like, I just really think real talk, like, what if, what if, like, Wendy, it's an arrangement? What if, yeah, what if it's an arrangement? What if Wendy is right? Like, all is well, like, I'm good and I don't need to tell y'all everything about what's going on here. I mean, if it's open, maybe they have an open marriage mm-hmm. and maybe she didn't want to tell us that and now she will. Yeah. Because that is, a t- we, you know, we talked a lot about that because of Insecure. It could be open for yeah. all we know and they could be wanting to address it their time, their way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like to think a woman like Wendy with so much power, her own money. And also, let's be real here. Her husband manages her brand. Yeah. So if anybody would know how bad this would be for Wendy, it's it should him. be her husband. Yeah. So I feel like there's more to this story. Again, my heart goes out to Wendy. Any woman who may or may not find out that they may or may not have been cheated on, especially long-term like that. So I hope it's not true, Corey. I know. But you know what is true? Yeah. Motherfucking Cardi B is yes! number one! <laughs> okay, you know, I know that I was, segue was real random, but Cardi you, B. I was slow to the Cardi B party. Y'all know that. Not that I didn't like her. It just took me a while. To, my husband was the first one to put me on to Cardi mm-hmm. B. He grabbed my phone and followed her for me on Instagram. And I was kind of looking at him like, wait, what? And he was like, she's fun, babe. Mm-hmm. He was like, I just like that she's real. Did he like her from Love and Hip Hop? Yeah. Okay. He's, mm-hmm. He loves his Ratchet TV. <laughs> but like he put me on and I was like, okay, you know what I mean? My husband's not going to just follow another woman on my Instagram for no reason. So I started following Cardi and I laughed every time. And I just enjoyed how unapologetically her yeah. she has been. And now she is number, number one. one on the Billboard Hot 100. 
Hot 100. First woman. And I'm going to read this from Billboard.com. Okay. Come on, Corey. Bodak Yellow marks Cardi's first number one record on the chart to date. In addition, her latest feat makes her the first female rapper since Lauryn Hill to snag the coveted Hot 100 spot without any guest appearances. Now, I didn't even, again, like that Drake nugget that time. I didn't know that was a thing. It's a major thing. The first female rapper without being on a feature, because that's what we don't think about. Yeah. Like, you're featured on the song versus it's your song. Which has become so normal now. But Cardi did it all her own. And well, you know what I've loved about her? I, too, was late to the Cardi B party. Um, I remember. It was actually, shout out to Julie Aganuga over at Beats One Radio in London. I interviewed her for her summer picks, and she talked about Cardi B, and she said how Cardi B really changed her mind about basically making that jump from reality TV to legitimate artists. And I went... And, show. Yeah, so I went and started really listening to Cardi B because actually Julie put me onto that song Lick. So I like that. I've, I've like so, What is it? Lick? I don't know, but it's great. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so... But I'll leave it with this. Like, I love the emotion, the rawness, the how authentic Cardi is. Love her sharing this moment. Love her or hate her, she's like, I'm going to give you me. Yes. That, that that clip of her, go on her Instagram where she's in the airport where it seems like she just got the news. And it looks like she's crying, but she's clearly like on a tour. It's just a real moment. Because something you, with a lot of celebrities right now, hashtag Kardashians, you see this facade <laughs> and these babies that they come in. What I else? can't. I refuse to talk this about it. This facade, but Cardi is just being herself. And it's, it seems like she's always been herself. Okay, so. quick Cardi story. And then we're going to, a quick, quick, great Cardi story. I went to an Airbnb event this week. And let me just tell you about, First you know, all, I'm so I'm turning my back to you. Go Corey ahead. already slid into my DMs about this, y'all. Mm-hmm. Corey was not happy. So I went to an Airbnb event to launch Airbnb experiences in New York, and they were repping every borough to show you the type of experience. I wander on over to the Bronx borough, and I'm chilling in the back, minding my business, and boom, surprise Cardi B concert for this intimate group of like 100 people. Girl, and I, y'all so, should see how I'm looking at Charlie. <laughs> Corey immediately was like, "Girl, you said you was going to an event, but you didn't say." And that's the thing; it was really like a surprise. They didn't advertise it that way. But how great is it that's that a you New were York there moment. that week? It was a day after the news broke. Yes, and she was glowing. The Barty gang, Barty yo. gang, and she was so cute. She was like, "I don't know if you guys have heard, but I have this little hit." And it's number one, you know, and everybody was cheering for her. And she looked amazing and she gave a great performance. And what I love, though, every color, every face, every one in that room, Corey, knew every word. They knew more oh, words sure. than I did. I'm sure. I was like, come through, Cardi. Did you see that thing about Azalea Banks tried to come for her and then she Cardi posted the video? <laughs> of, of Azalea singing every word to Bodak Yell? Well, speaking about every word, mm. before we get into this interview with Jesse, we are all about the dick challenge. <laughs> Corey, what'd you do for the day? We're your bars. We're not ready. That's where I get real shy and probably like, ooh, I don't want to talk about pleasure. that. But I love this thing. I think the first one I saw was Erica Badu. Which was iconic. When she said, what did she say? Stay woke. No, no she a, said, no, she said, fuck woke. I'm, I'm dead, dead for the, the dick. dick. <laughs> I was dead. That Oh my God, Erica. Erica was great. Uh, I Issa. love Cardi, Cardi B's. Cardi's was good. Issa and Regina. Issa and Regina. We're going to play a little bit of that before we go into Jesse. I also like Sanaa Lathan's. That ending was great. 
And then there's another one, uh, Charlemagne the God, former Yes Girl podcast guest. He posted one of like, I guess, these comedians. And the girl is dissing the boyfriend because he's like, what would you do for the dick? And she was like, she said, first of all, if you don't pay these bills, you ain't going to get no dick. Like, or something. It was, I'll, I'll show it to you later. People are having fun with this. Michael Fox and everybody. It's either for the dick or for the pee. Yes. I don't like that. The yeah, I don't like I don't, the beat. Yeah, I'm no, not going to give it any glory. But here's but. a little bit of Issa <laughs> and Regina. And after this, you're going to hear Jesse Smollett. Okay, okay. I might start a war for the dick. Kim Jong make him say, uh, for the dick. Rocket Man? Cancel HBO for the dick. Don't you got a show? Bitch, not no more for the dick. Hey, skip to my loo for the dick. Oh, you brought your friends? Guess it's choo-choo for the dick. That's a I'll drop my phone for the dick. Did the screenshot? Fun. Got a new phone for the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love Issa and oh, Regina so much. That's I, how you do a challenge. I love whoever came up with this challenge. Who was okay? I'm asking you, Internet. Please let yes, us know. Please Tweet me. let us know who started the For the Dick Challenge. Please use hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. We needed this release on the internet. I'm, sure I did. really did. Now I'm about to go home and dust off my bars. I'm not. I'm getting in this. Me and my and, husband well, need to do a video. Shout out to the Roots, Danny Rhapsody. Yes, I watched hers this morning. Yo, Danny, yours was awesome. Rhapsody Danny on Rhapsody Instagram. Danny, Go yes. check it out. R H A P S O D A N I. Yes. It's hilarious. Do it. Now, up next, Jesse Smollett. Charlie. Corey. Who's in the motherfucking house? Ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> Girl, Jesse Smollett. In the motherfucking house. Yes! That's what I'm talking to you. That's how you Wait, open Wait, I the need show. to know. Who was your first guest? Please tell me. Remy when Ma. Remy Papoose. Ma and Papoose. That was on you. We went hard, yeah. But then I booked that Oscar winner. Who? Who? Hallie motherfucking Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, before this joint started, I said, I said, is it... I said, okay. you know, we're kind of new. We're still babies, but you know, we've had some great guests. I said, really, who, who, who was your, um, who you guess? She, of course, said, motherfucking Halle Berry. Yeah, <laughs> we are very proud. You <laughs> should be. You know, that's you know. iconic. That's Wait, in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Be. Okay, we were in some like a private cellar where no one even knew we <laughs> no were there. It was like a moment. Can we just talk about y'all number one movie? Girls, girls trip. Can we talk about girls because that was y'all movie. That was our that movie. was y'all movie. That was the essence that was, festival. Experience. That was the essence festival experience. It yes. was. Talk we about so a proud. marketing and branding yes. brilliance. And Will Packer know? said, "He said I just gave y'all a commercial for real. Like you did. Thank you." And then y'all said, "And we just gave you a movie." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was happy. The end. <laughs> and number one yes. for the summer. Number one. You number know, one, we've one. just been saying black excellence is all over our screens, big and small. Yes. And black excellence is led <laughs> by. Don't forget it. Well, I'm trying um, to pull up some receipts that just came out, but you know, oh, uh, Wi-Fi know what you're in say. the building trying to hate on me. But I already know the answer is that Empire is the number one television show for African American women. Boom. Oh, great! Yeah, according Amazing. to Nielsen, you need a mic beautiful. to drop. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. Let's drop that mic. <laughs> Woo, woo, mean, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> that is incredible. But we already knew that. And we already. I mean, yeah, but still, so like good. now, season four. Just dropped. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yes. oh, oh, got it. Yeah, 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 you yeah. See, yeah right. just dropped. It just dropped. See, we did that. <laughs> and we are all honorary lions. Yes, yes you are. I feel like Cookie's my mama. Mm-hmm. I want her to be. I want 
so that be would... my auntie. I don't know if I need her to be my mama. I don't want to be my mama. Because the way she beat... If she's your um, mama, she slap you a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, that broom... It's like your auntie's never going to beat you the way that your no. mama's going to beat you. That's no. true, but like she'll My auntie's never for you. put her hands on me. Because yeah. then my mama would put her hands on her. And then that's so, it. So that'd be a problem. <laughs> but my mama... <laughs> yeah. But before we even talk about Empire, you have so many receipts. You started in the game. You said 1987? No, baby. That's when I got my SAG card. Oh, was in oh, 1987. Oh. When was Mighty Ducks? Um, Mighty Ducks was in like 1990 or 90. But you got your SAG card? Bef- Wait, okay. Tell us. I was acting. I was. We were all in New York. The four of the four older ones. So my older brother JoJo, my older sister Jazz, and my little sister Journey, and uh-huh. I. We were all kid models and all that stuff. And then. You know, I did a few commercials. I was the king of commercials. <laughs> Which ones like did you do? Be clear. Be clear. I did uh, Wrestling Buddies. Oh, okay. I did a Tippet commercial. Remember Tippet? Yeah. Um, I did a uh, an MC Hammer doll commercial, and I played MC Hammer as a youngster. So I, I need was to dancing find this. with my girls in the back. It's on YouTube. I need to. <laughs> They I'm showed done. it on Ellen. Yeah, it's it's there for sure. It's searchable. Um, it's searchable. I had my little rat tail in the back. I was popping. Not the rat tail. I was popping, and uh, yeah. And then we had done some some extra work here and there, some background after work with uh, New Jack City. We were in okay, and Mo Better Blues. And my older sister was even did a background uh, part on uh, Coming to America. We got oh, receipts, so y'all. Oh, so you had y'all coverage fun. Yeah. Cha-ching. Mm-hmm. Cha-ching. I'm just cashing okay. out yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, and then, you know, we moved to L.A. Uh, it's so funny because the first time I was on a plane, I've never told this story. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. The first time I was ever on a plane was when I was seven years old and my mom and I had to fly to L.A. because I was auditioning for Amen. Remember oh, Amen? Wow. Yes, yeah. And when they brought the <laughs> new Davis. kid, mm-hmm. the new kid character on, mm-hmm. I auditioned for that and I tested and then um and that was my first time we stayed at the Universal Sheraton. I will never forget. Yeah. You remember everything. Yeah, I remember everything. Every second. And then like a year later we made the move to LA and that's when I did Little Piece of Heaven as a mo- which was a TV movie and then I did The Mighty Ducks and I did Queen with Queen. motherfucking Halle Berry. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Okay. You played her son? I played her and she and Danny Glover's son. I played Alex Haley's father as a child. Wow. Um, Simon Haley. So, yeah, and then from there, like, you know, we had our TV show in Mm -hmm. the 90s, and then it wasn't a TV show in the 90s. It was a TV show in 94 because it was on for one season. Hey, right now, let you me can rephrase that. that up and put it on Hulu. Okay, okay. Exactly. that's true. That's true. Right. That's true. We about to make on our mm-hmm. own 2.0. Okay. <laughs> you were cashing receipts while I was still in front of my grandma's house playing double dutch. But like you you've know been what? working. Playing double dutch in front of your grandma is, is <laughs> house is important. Absolutely, it is. I think so. But I wasn't cashing any checks. So you've been true to this, not new to this. I've been trying. We've been working. <laughs> <laughs> that's why now, I'm wait, like. Who was in Ease by you then? Journey and Jake. Jake, my younger brothers, and people always think that because I'm older than Journey, so you know people think that, that somehow that was Journey okay. and I, but mm-hmm. no, it was it was Journey and, and my little brother Jake, who's an incredible chef. And there are five of you, six of us, six of us. Yeah, my That's parents they had no hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one. <laughs> we know which one though. <laughs> Oh, I want to be part of six. I know. That's go back though quickly. What is the J? What is the link? The link oh, with all the J My mother's names. name is Janet. My father's name was Joel. Oh, so, um, you know, it's a J thing. It was just, but let's roll with the vanity. 
Let's just keep it J's. <laughs> and they got so creative. I love it. Yeah, I they love did. It. Yeah. They did. You're not going to hear these J's anyway. No, no you're really not. <laughs> or hopefully hopefully soon you will, because I do see people named Journey and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, you've inspired, I'm yeah. sure, many. I hope so. I mean, I still ain't seen nobody named Juicy. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go like, to What the hell? That, when I was younger, somebody I was like, named Juicy. I remember <laughs> going to my mom and being like, no, because usually that's people's nickname. You know what true, I'm saying? Like true, true, A lot true. of people think that my name is Justin it's not. It's just Jesse. My father wanted to name me Jesse after Jesse Jackson. My mother wanted to name me Justice. So oh, they combined okay. it and named me Jesse. So that's what that's about. And it's interesting to have an, my, so I'm Charlie, just Charlie, not that's Charlotte, dope. not yeah. Charlene. And people assume probably Exactly. Yeah, and my yeah, brother's yeah. Arnie, not yeah. Arnold. So that was intentional for mm-hmm. us, too. A lot games. of people think I'm Courtney. Right. A lot of people are like, what's your government name? I'm like, it's Corey. It's, Corey. it's C-R-I. Yeah, yeah. My little brother, Jake, people think all the time that it's Jacob. Mm-hmm. I'm like, See? nah. We've been fancy. Nah, nah. We've been up in this We've game, been changing it up, shaking it up. Speaking of change, I noticed your tat right here. What mm-hmm. does it say? I'm gonna make a change. Forearm. Oh. I love that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here for all of it. You are so much fun, Thank and I so like we y'all. said when you came in. You know, Essence loves you. I love, love Essence. You. Y'all already know that situation. We y'all love you back. You guys have shown so much love from the very beginning, and I just I I've, I've been showing y'all love since I was younger since you know and you had your cover moment can I we did. just you know the summer just ended but that sizzling summer of 2016 was that 2016 i think mm-hmm. it was 2016 yeah oh, shot oh, on, on, on a yacht yeah yeah in the marina they tried to break the internet they Wait, did they really did d- can i tell my story <laughs> Go ahead. so during that <clears throat> i had a full beard okay mm-hmm. remember that mm-hmm. we yeah did. we yeah. had a full beard and everybody wanted me to cut my beard off but i couldn't because i was about to do underground and I knew oh, that. So right. I knew that yes. I had to grow my beard, you know, and I started feeling myself. I was like, look at me looking like a caramel-ass Marvin Gaye up in this piece. Look at this beard. Growing this situation. Thriving. Grown-ass man. And y'all sent me pictures of how you wanted me to look. Oh, okay. Of which look of mine you wanted. <laughs> the only thing is, I was sent one picture of me and like four of Boris Kojo. <laughs> And I'm like, so y'all want me to look like me back then and Boris Kojo in all of his career. Got it. Well, we were trying to think that he would go a little bit more the lines of this. Like I wasn't on that call, but yeah. That was a whole different team. That was a different creative team. Oh, my goodness. But we love Boris. uh, Boris is great. Boris, you know it's funny. I'm like Essence really loves Boris. <laughs> you know, they're like what light skinned black man could we use I know, as a reference? Like, light skinned black Boris with beards. <laughs> Just Boris. No, because y'all didn't send no pictures of we Boris send, with a beard. No, no it was Boris, Boris barefaced. Yeah, I'm like. I mean, so we could have sent Shamar. Shamar. No, we didn't. No, send. we didn't. Mm-mm. That's funny. Could have sent me pictures of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, so you're right. You're right. My bad. Our bad. Our bad. Jesse, I have to ask. I feel like you've done so many interviews about Empire. Real talk, because it's a hit. You've talked about it a million times. Number one. Number one. You've. I mean, the press tours, all of that. Is there anything you haven't been asked about the show? Like, is there anything no one's ever thought to ask you that you want to talk about? Because you've been asked everything. That's a good question. I feel like I won't know if they haven't asked it until they ask it. <laughs> Okay, so now the pressure's on us, Corey. Sometimes, okay. <laughs> see, how y'all, see how y'all little journalists tried to put that in my lap, put all the responsibility in my lap, and I'm like this. Boop. I'm like Serena, just <laughs> boop. 
Or like Sloan. Back to you. Oh, come on, Sloan. Come, come on, Sloan. On we now. see you, Sloan. We see you, baby. We see you, girl. <laughs> when she was like, when she was like, girl, did you see that check that lady wrote me? <laughs> like, girl. no, we did not see that I'm check, but we saw your, your face, face when we saw and that we check. We know we all black excellence lessons. Yeah. Black excellence. Yes, is killing thriving. it. Killing it. She's right. like, okay, Serena's having a baby, but I still got this. Right. Don't worry. I, <laughs> I got I'm you, still Serena. holding it down for y'all. Don't worry. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. Oh, there we go. In the drought. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I'm going to ask you this. I'd like, I secretly call you the king of clapbacks. <sighs> because when I see Jesse Smollett clap back in a headline, yeah. I know what it's gonna be. <laughs> you did not like, come to play. Not gonna do okay. You, you did not come to play with these trolls. You know what people. it is. Talk I'm, about it. I'm a really, really nice person. This we know. Like mm-hmm. I know that. I, and and here, this is the thing. Anything else about me is debatable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I know as a fact, it's not debatable. I'm a nice guy with right. a great heart, extremely loyal, and a fighter for the things that I believe in and the people that I believe in. Yes, you are. So when I see these trolls on there, I do my best. I swear to you, I try my best. <laughs> I really do. I try my best you count to, to 10? not Yeah, cuz I'm always like this. I'm like WWBD. What would Beyoncé do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like Beyoncé would not Respond. No, Beyonce's comments Ever. are on. Her comment notifications yeah. are turned Beyonce's off. Beyonce's like, uh, <laughs> what comment notifications? <laughs> what are those? She's like, <laughs> Never okay, that. you said that, and I don't even care. Right. <laughs> so, you know, but I'm a human being, mm-hmm. and sometimes people say things, and it's just on another level, and it's kind of like you just caught me on that day, homie. Yeah. Like you just caught me on that day because I'm not that guy that just you know right. claps back and is looking for a fight. I'm like this. My mama and my daddy they taught me to never start a fight but always finish it. Mm. So mm. if you're gonna come at me, get ready. Get ready if I feel like it, and that's my choice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're on my page, talking foolishness. So no guess what? We're gonna see what's gonna happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I know what y'all are talking about. Y'all are mainly talking about that DeRay situation. Yes, that was, I was going to say, we can get specific. Because, okay, so should we break it down for the yes, people please, that don't know? Please. So DeRay McKesson mm-hmm. is friend. a dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And his heart is so big, you know what I'm saying? And so I was in New York. It was Fashion Week. I was doing Fashion Week with Naomi mm-hmm. um, oh, Campbell, Campbell, if you're nasty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Campbell, if you got it right. Oh, Naomi. Um, nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> On me. Um, uh, nah, but I was going with her and Edward Innenfull all around all around Fashion Week, and they had me laced. Like, they hooked the brother up, like hard style. <laughs> but that morning, I had gone, and I went to have breakfast with DeRay. Mm-hmm. We were driving back in the taxi, and he took a picture of us and posted it. And said, had such a great time with my friend. You know, we spoke everything that is wonderful and black and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. I made a joke and I was like, we also talked about the fact that, the fact that <laughs> Furbies are just gay gremlins. Which I firmly believe. <laughs> Look at them. I'm really seeing them now because my daughter has one. And I'm like, wait well, a minute. they are. Bruh. Yes. Furbies are gay gremlins. Yes, yes. It's just the way that it is. My life is just been changed. So then this fool, which we really genuinely did talk about that, by the way. Like, this is, we really did did, talk about the importance of saving our communities, 
you know, Black Lives Matter and Furby. Furbies are gay gremlins. <laughs> okay. So we said that, and then this this dude wrote and said, D-Gay, called DeRay D-Gay, mm. and said, D-Gay just sucked Jesse off in the back of the taxi. And then I said... just so happened to <laughs> sign on in a time of irritation. Mm. And okay. so I saw that, and so I wrote back. I said, no, he didn't, but your daddy did. <laughs> after I dropped to Ray off. And I said, gonna hit him up, gotta check and make sure that throat is okay. And the internet so, went off. Lost their minds. Was your publicist I think there was like a point? fist pound too. Like a fist pound <laughs> yes, emoji. Like, mm. like a black fist pound emoji. So, you know, he got his little feelings hurt or whatever. And Did he respond again? I don't remember. I think I, I muted him after that or something. Because I don't block people. <laughs> true. You've moved on. I don't Move block on. people. I mute them because I don't want them to even have the pleasure of knowing that they've been blocked. True. Because then people will take a snapshot of the block and be like, oh, my God, <laughs> I made it for two seconds. Like, then they you actually feel really more special. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's like, true. I'm just going to be silent. I'm going to say what I got to say. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because what, what you said was the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, well, we and I've clapped it. back before. Like, I've clapped back at Donald Trump's punk ass, and he wasn't even tweeting at me. So. You're like, let me get in <laughs> this. It's a problem. I'm not going to lie. I want to clap back every day at Donald Trump, but okay, I have oh. a confession. I don't want him to block me because I'm trying to stay woke, mm-hmm. and I need to watch my enemy. <laughs> I need to see these tweets. And I know he's so unpresidential that he's blocking folks left and right for having, you know, dev- uh, un- Opinions opposite of his. Yeah, but yes, his Twitter so. account though is nothing but a distraction. I know. Though. I know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's I not like there to, to inform you. You're what, not no, getting any information. All you're being conf- all that's being confirmed is that He's that crazy. their president is a piece of trash. Yeah. That's all it is. Like that's all that's being confirmed. I blocked him. Mm. Which I'm Self-care. sure he still sees my tweets. But <laughs> <laughs> people retweet him and like, you need to see this. I blocked that entire fucked up family. I, yeah. blo- I blocked all that. I blocked his raggedy ass sons. I blocked his weak ass daughter. I blocked it all. If if Baron's ass got a thing, he's a child. I'm a block your ass too. You just don't I'm have blocking the time. all of them. Melania, you ain't gonna copy my tweets. You're not gonna okay. do that. I got good tweets. You ain't gonna copy that situation and be a lot like. Of people have done next that. thing you know, Melania gonna be tweeting. No, he didn't. But your daddy did. After I dropped him off. <laughs> Got to call him and check on his throat. Oh my God. It's like, nah, you, you ain't gonna get my tweet. Have you seen the meme where they mash her up to say um, the intro to Fresh Prince in West Philadelphia? Born and raised. <laughs> yes. I've got to look that up right now. I'm gonna look. Find it, internet. I got Someone sent it to us before this wraps. I'm telling you, it's everything. But no, you have to block them sometimes for self care. I just, That's true. I need to see everything. It's the journalist in me. You know, I need to consume oh, it. You. That's my job. But but I don't self-care. go to Twitter for my news. Absolutely, mm. that's not. I the go right place. to Essence.com. Oh, look you at know that. what I'm saying? I go. But I now get... you, you, if y'all do go to Twitter for y'all news, we hear that a lot. That that's what y'all do. Y'all wake up and y'all got. I gotta go on Twitter first. I don't have those apps on my phone. None. No. Really? Instagram. And no. I haven't been online in a long time. I noticed. I was checking your IG. You haven't posted since June 27th. Mm. 
Why is that? Why? Yeah. Because I feel like you. For me, I don't think that everybody necessarily has to do that. Uh, maybe it doesn't affect other people, but for me, I have to take breaks. Mm. I just mm. have to. I don't. I also don't believe that I'm for myself, for my spirit and my heart. I don't think that I need to know what everybody thinks about me every single moment of my life, good or bad. Yeah. True. You know what I'm saying? So, for that, it's important to me to, you know, and trust me, I have a show coming. Like <laughs> Empire is back. Fox is like, can so you everybody please? is like, like uh, <laughs> what? Where'd you go? Hello, <laughs> hello. And I'm like, we gonna do this real 2002. Like, we gonna promote by going see the people. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> so you just like, I may or may not return to Instagram anytime soon. I may or may not. I may or may not. I'll probably return. I got an album coming out next year. <laughs> Take my ass back. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I ain't never coming back. And the next thing you know, it'd be like, album. But truly, I will say, when you are sharing, I appreciate that you are an activist. Thank you. Not just an entertainer. You know, you are doing the work. And you're consistent about it. But thank you. I want to make sure, though, that I'm not a social media activist, Mm -hmm. which is still important because we need them. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time... I want to go out, and I so it's so great because I saw I went to uh, because I live in Chicago doing Empire, obviously, right. and I went to uh, President Obama's, uh, the last president of the United States, the last president that we've ever had. <laughs> that is of true. the United States, um, Obama, and he said like this. He said, "Why don't we?" St-? And I had just taken like a month and not been on social media, so I was really feeling myself when he said this. I was like, "That's why, Obi." <laughs> That's right, Obi Wan Kenobi. He know he's speaking of me. That's me and Obi believe that. Cause he was like, "Why don't we take a little time and stop arguing with people online?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically, he said, "Start arguing with them in person." So, <laughs> and my whole thing is, is like, I do want those human interactions, yeah. and I do want. I don't want to lose that and suddenly start to think. I still, when I'm in love with someone, I still write them letters. Mm-hmm. I still handwrite them letters. I don't want to just send you a text or an email or you know, post our picture on social media. But our relationship is shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's like Absolutely. I want to experience my life, and I want to experience your life you know and i don't want to get wrapped up in any of that stuff that people somehow think you're going to get wrapped up and again i'm not hating on social media because it is a viable source of information Mm -hmm. it's a viable source of promotion community and a viable source of community and i love it for its opinions too very very absolutely it's Mm -hmm. it's it's made it where we can see what other people think and we can debate with them Mm -hmm. or not and it's our choice. But again, just remember that social media, in, as in everything, is our choice. Yeah. Right. We don't have to right. do it to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. You can be relevant without it. You can be relevant with it. Um, some of my favorite artists, I don't even know if they have social media accounts. It's like, does Frank have a social media account? No. You know what I'm saying? Donald Glover has like a social media account and doesn't have he nothing doesn't on it. Nothing. <laughs> I fucking love him so much. Like, he puts like, 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 so much. He's, he's like, like, he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna have a page so nobody else has Let me my just name. Park this on right it. here. I was just like, it's it. great. It's great. But but again, these are artists, and you have to take time also, especially when you're in like the creation phase, mm-hmm. which I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. When you're in the creation phase, you don't want to just take yourself out of it and you're listening to other opinions, you're listening to other things and it's not relevant to your life right 
now. I'm still up on what's going on in yeah. the media. I'm still up what's going on with my people. I don't need social media to yeah. do that. Some people do, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't. I was reading about Aziz Ansari, how he's taking a break. And, oh, okay. and the reporter was like, well, what if something happens? The world's blow up. He said if the – he didn't say this, but he was like, if the world's blowing up, I'll find out another way. Right, somebody Like somebody me. else will call me. <laughs> I will, I will get all, the news. First of all, can we let everybody know that social media is not a place to find news? Right, yeah. Like this is the problem, though, mm-hmm. is that so many things on social media are being passed off as truth, and then we're ending up we're, we end up seeing it, and then we believe it, yeah. and then somehow it becomes a reality because mm-hmm. people are literally throwing out lies. You look back to even when Obama was running for president; those mofo's would literally throw out lies and just be like, "Well, it'll stick somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to believe it." And mm-hmm. the second that one person believes it, three people believe it, nine people believe it, and they will you know vehemently argue, and they fake will news. literally. They will literally throw something out there that is a bold-faced lie. Yeah, it's true. And then it's just, well, it'll stick somewhere. And it does. It, it always does. does. Yeah. Absolutely. It always does. I remember being heartbroken when people, when I found out people don't read corrections. Mm. They like don't. basically, whatever you read first is the is, is, what, you the, is, is what you remember, so true. and you don't read the correction. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. they don't read the correction. Yeah. Well, first of all, to read the correction would be like you don't you don't read an article and then necessarily go back to it. So unless they're getting an update, mm-hmm. you know, journalists ask need to do the stuff correct the first damn <laughs> okay, time. Okay, now though. hold on. We <laughs> human. Y'all with y'all daggone correction. <laughs> Call me we Boris human. Kojo. Didn't have to change it. No kidding. That never happens. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> we have always spell checked your name. Always. No, but I really, you really touching my heart real quick on this. I have to say, because I think we don't realize how detached we all are. Mm-hmm. So anywhere that I am, I look around. When I take a break from my phone, no one else is. So I look around, and whether it's the train, the plane, the bar, whatever, everyone's like this, just on their phones. Even sometimes, you know, you're at home. My husband and I mm-hmm. catch us, and he's on Facebook, and I'm, on, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. We're supposed to be watching Empire. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's See right. That? See, that, that. Or insecure, because okay. that's my show. <laughs> that is my show. That shit's popping. Like, straight out of it. Straight out of You could have like, been one of Issa's Tinder dates. Oh, you could have yes. had a nice little drive-by. I mean, Can we claim know, this? Can I, we claim this? Season, 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 no. season I mean, three? I, just, I love insecure. <laughs> I would do anything. Hella for fun. Hella Come on, Issa, we gonna be called. Hella, Hella fun. fun. And you know what, too? Like, I grew up in L.A., so to me, Insecure is one of the realest shows I've ever seen because mm-hmm. for anybody, anybody in general can identify with it. But if you come from L.A., yeah. you understand, like, they show such a real side of Los Angeles that doesn't get shown because usually we see that bull, like, the glitz and the glamour, the fakeness of it all. But the fake people in L.A. are imports from other places. <laughs> LA people are actually pretty real. real. Like, hella real. Like, we're not sitting there being like, you know, oh, I wanna, um, Oh my god, I'm so gonna be a model. Oh my god, I'm gonna look like LA with my fake tan. Like, it's not That's like not that. LA. That's all the fools that came from Oklahoma to LA to mm-hmm. be a star. Or, not that there's anything wrong with Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the wind comes creeping down the road. We get it, all right? It's a great place. It's beautiful. We're with you. But the people that move to LA somehow become what they think LA is. But mm-hmm. LA's not that. Hollywood is an industry. Yeah. It's not an actual thing. It's not a lifestyle. It's a city, but it's not an actual way of being. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? When they're like, you so Hollywood. What is that? Uh, why don't you just say you so fake? Ooh. Because essentially that's, <laughs> that's what, what it, they mean. That's, that's what, what it, it yeah, means. Yeah. That's what we mean. You know what I'm saying? But I love Insecure. I love Issa. I, I love for Yvonne. I, Yvonne was going to be my roommate back in the day. Really? This Are is the serious? history. Like, y'all don't understand. Story time. This is the history of all of these... <laughs> Young, like, 
late 20s, early 30s, black folks, like, y'all don't know how connected we all are. Well, y'all might know. Right. Well, we went to... People well, outside of Essence, though, might know not know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't know this story. Yeah, like, Yvonne... Everything's like three degrees of separation. Yes, absolutely. Like, I came in, um, I had an apartment, uh, and me and my boo broke up, so so I ended up having to get roommates, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to lose the place. Right, and I had roommates coming up in there like a winding door, just a revolving door of <laughs> roommates. In, like, oh, you leaving after three months, even though you're supposed to be a year? All right, cool. Who's here? <laughs> Who else? And I would just, and 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 Yvonne came in and was going to be my roommate. She ended up being my roommate, but we stayed in touch. For, and that was probably like four or five years ago. Wow. Yeah. And. Lena Waif, same thing. Love Lena Waif wow. and Ben Jones, and who's one of the head writers on Insecure now. Mm-hmm. Like we all used to do, they used to do these um, uh, table read series. Mm-hmm. So, and we used to sit there, and it'd be me and Ashley Blaine Featherson, mm-hmm. who's now on Dear White People, yep. and Marky Richardson, and and all of these people who are now kill and Yvonne, and who are now yep. killing the killing game. It. And we all used to sit there and just read people's scripts. Yeah just put life into the script. One of the first scripts that we were doing is now The Shy. So this is, you know, we come from, there were people, we were all supporting each other so for so many years that now that we're all doing our thing and we're kind of on, Mm -hmm. it's so much more satisfying and so much more just exciting because these are people that we've literally, that I've sat with and we've shared our our dreams and our goals and what we wanted to do for our people, what we want to still want to do. I get chills talking about it, honestly, Mm -hmm. like what we want to do to make the world a better place. I Mm -hmm. see the way that we're supporting each other. I see like we had the party the other day at the top of the world trade center and the cast of queen sugar came through, you know what I'm saying? And Kofi was there Mm -hmm. and, and it's, it's just, there's so much love between all of us at this moment. And I hope that, but I also think that that's because we're in the world of creation. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. we're creating things. So no longer is it that someone else is pitting us against each other mm-hmm. because it's only ro- there's only room for one. Nah, yeah. you say there's room for one. I'm saying there's room for everyone because exactly. we're creating it ourselves. And putting it on kind of platform. I when I used to, I, when Lena was Hillman grad on in, on yep. Instagram. Yep. I would she would post pictures of these table reads, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Where are these shows? Like, Where are happening? these shows?" But I'm glad you put that in context. Yeah, what yeah. That was. It was the table read series, and so many great shows, and and that are and these shows are literally like popping up. Look now. at that. You know what I'm saying? So it's Keep just dreaming, it's great. Stay never stop focused. it, and never stop supporting your brothers and your mm-hmm. sisters, yeah. because at the end of the day. We are all we have. There's a certain understanding that we have of each other that no one will ever have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I just, I'm so genuinely happy that we're at this place. Because I'm sorry, white folks have been doing this since forever, you know. <laughs> no, but this is. <laughs> but it's so true, real. though. You yeah, look at, I'm sorry, so you real. look at, and I talk to my brothers Why about not? this all the time. You look at, and, and when I say my brothers, I mean my blood brothers, mm-hmm. and I mean my brothers like Trey, like Yaz, mm-hmm. like Kofi, like like Elijah, Kelly, and Luke James. And, mm-hmm. and, and it, you look at what has happened with 
Matt Damon mm-hmm. and Ben Affleck yes. and George stay Clooney on. Yeah, and right. Brad Pitt. Yeah. They stay on it and they stay on it together. They do their separate projects. Mm-hmm. They do the projects together. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain camaraderie between them mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they were never told that there was room for just one. Nope. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we, this generation, us, right. we are the ones that truly, thanks to our parents and our grandparents and mm-hmm. our great-grandparents, of course, but we are in such a place of more freedom to be able to just celebrate each other and put each other and have a movie where it's all of us. <laughs> and we don't and need permission. Hundred million dollar movie. Okay. Thank you. Girls Thank but we you. don't need permission. That's the no. other thing. Like we have to just go for it and we have to believe that we can do whatever we need to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Together. Absolutely. Yeah. And you we know? will. We will. We will. All right. We got to do last question, but I want it because I want to give you a little bit of praise. <laughs> I know you're on Empire and I know mm-hmm. that's back out. But I saw Marshall, and I know you in it for like two point five seconds. Two point five seconds, but that scene with you as Langston Hughes, Chadwick as Thurgood Marshall, mm-hmm. Zora Neale Hurston comes in as Chili. I love it. Thank you. And I want to entrust you to take that scene and make a movie. Mm. Uh. I would. Lo- I mean, it's just in that Harlem Renaissance. And I interviewed Chadwick, and he said that Reggie had to fight for that scene. Because he said he it wasn't really integral to the story. And it also wasn't a known piece of history. It wasn't known that Thurgood Marshall and Langston Hughes were friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they were. And at one time they were roommates. And they were like oh, brothers. Wow. So it's interesting. I love, honestly, everything put to the side. I love the fact that in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, there was a heterosexual black man. Mm-hmm who one of his best friends was a homosexual black man. Mm -hmm. And it was what it was. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was what it was. And they were friends um, in the scene. And it was so important to Reggie. In the scene, you have... You have Thurgood Marshall, played by the incredible Chadwick Boseman, with his wife, played by the incredible Keisha Keisha Sharp. Sharp. Mm -hmm. Y'all about to see Keisha Sharp in a whole whole other light. and then you see Langston Hughes played by me mm-hmm. with his dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not it's not done in a way where it's there to be, you know, gossipy or or just thrown in there to be cute. It's really done in a very normalized way, you know? And Reggie Hudlin, uh I was doing a I was doing a tribute to John Legend at the Image Awards, mm-hmm. at the NAACP Image Awards about not this past one but the one before. Uh, and Reggie came up to me and he said, you favored Langston Hughes so much. He said, I, I just want to know, would you be down to do a little cameo in Marshall as Langston Hughes? And I told him, I said, I and I can tell this story because Reggie tells the story too. I said, um, I'll do it on one condition, that within three years we do the full Langston Hughes movie. And he said, done. So They heard it here first. You know. <laughs> I, mean, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Everything. I, I mean, I like wait. Marshall, but that scene, it really stuck with me. I was like, the beauty and the your point, they were just chilling, smoking, drinking, mm-hmm. just having a conversation. Yeah. But like, it were. was so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. It was beautiful. Thank and you're you. beautiful. Thank you. You're beautiful. We appreciate you. <laughs> I didn't even mean oh, wait, to do yes, that. Wait, I didn't even mean to do that, swear to God. <laughs> oh, my God. That is my, still my favorite. Are we really care. done? I can't believe we're done. No, you can always come back. Sad. Oh, no, I'm coming back top you of the year. Have I have back. an album coming out. Oh, well, oh yeah, well, you will. Yeah, be yeah, yeah. Let's yes. lock yes. that in. Okay. Yes. It's done. Yes. It's a smaller part two. I'm going to need that cover. I will shave my facial hair for that one. <laughs> Full board. I will literally make myself look just like Boris Kojo. 
It'll be like, the Essence cover starring Jussie as Boris. As Boris. (laughs) Y'all could do classic, you could do classic covers and have people now recreate classic covers. I'm sure I there's a. I'm actually really sure here for that. A, Do you see a, my like what? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that's I'm sure true. there's a. How come y'all ain't doing the black men covers no more? Man, y'all ain't did that in forever. Um, hold on. Idris was just Idris. on our cover. Sorry. No, I'm not talking about that. I mean, I like, d- y'all yeah, used to do like, like Tay Day. Where it looked like an Alaye calendar. Like a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a chocolate box. A box of chocolate. Just like I see. It was called Box of Chocolate. Box of Chocolate. Yeah, it was Richard nice T. Jones. Cover. That was one of our best-selling covers ever. I'm claiming that because uh, that's what black women want to see. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Yeah, that's well, true. we know you're already signed up front and center, book. So got when it. it happens, you're gonna do it. Got it. I love y'all so we much. We appreciate you. We love you too. And I Thank love black keep shining women. Mm, you I do. just want to say that we receive and it. I want to continue to tell y'all, <laughs> y'all are the most important factors in this world. Mm. And I keep saying, regardless of who you fall in love with, race or gender, if you cannot respect and love and appreciate all that a black woman is, rethink your existence. Have a seat. That's it. Have Forever. a seat. <laughs> Don't get back. Roll down thinking. a hill in your chair <laughs> that you're sitting your dumb ass on. <laughs> a hill in San Francisco that is very steep that leads into the wharf That's with it. cement on the bottom of your chair. <laughs> Game over. Where there are sharks <laughs> in the wharf <laughs> that like to eat your stupid ass. That is all. Thank you, Justin. That's how you end the show. Yes, girl. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> I need to hang out with Jesse, girl. I want to hang out with Jesse all the time. Forever. <laughs> I didn't want him to go. <laughs> I love him. I love you, Jesse. He is honorary Yes Girl family, okay? And he's got to come back. Yes, he mid-season. does. Mid-season. Well, he said he's going to come back for that album. He yes. has an album coming out. Yes, and sing for us. Yes. So I don't know um, if you ever feel like when you're doing a podcast, Corey, like you can hear your stomach growling. You ever feel that way? I didn't want to talk about it, but yes. <laughs> because I had that happen to me earlier when we were doing our topics. Because I forgot to have lunch today. So I grabbed a kind barbu. Which one? Okay, so my favorite is dark chocolate nuts and sea salt. Because I like chocolate anything. Because my jam is the pineapple banana kale spinach bar. I didn't taste that one. Okay, I had a similar thing. We were running, running, running. I realized I, I literally didn't have time to go to the calf. But I was like, I had my kind bar. And what I loved about it was seeing that it had, you know, it had everything I love. You know what I mean? All the good things I love to eat. Ingredients you can pronounce. Exactly. <laughs> and I ate it. Nutritious. And it bought me like another hour and a half before I had to like go to the cafe and like, you know, get some chicken or whatever. But I loved it. And they're so handy. You know, I like any easy snack, but Kind Bar is good. Mm-hmm. Handy, hearty. Okay. It's got whole ingredients, like whole nuts, whole grains, which, you know, when you're trying to eat, you know, you're trying to be kind to your body. Let's be real. So if you guys want to check out um, Kind Bars, you can get a free sample box if you go to kindsnacks.com slash yes girl. Where are they going, Corey? They're going to kindsnacks.com slash yes girl. That's kindsnacks.com slash yes girl. And you can receive monthly snacks at a discount and get members only bonuses on their site, which I think, I mean, if you join the Kind Snack Club. 
which I feel like if I like any kind of membership, yep. it makes my life easier. And I love that a little box comes right to my desk, is right there. I like to get my special order and I can get on it. So we thank Kind for sponsoring this podcast. And remember, you can support our sponsors when you help support this podcast. So kindsnacks.com slash yes, girl. Come on, girls, get your sample box. Love it like we do. Now we have more Empire Love for you. Who's next, Charlie? Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. Stay tuned. I like it. I don't when you I just ease on down the road. Ease, ease on, on into it. Now that's my song. <laughs> who, who, who's, ease, who's with us today? Who's on this road, Charlie? An icon. Uh-uh. It is an icon. Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels is in the building. Lee <laughs> motherfucking Daniels. And I mean, oh I feel like has Susan a Hollywood Taylor. walk on the uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame, Lee Daniels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Lee has so many receipts, and everyone oh. should know them, but we um, can also just go through them as well. I love the receipts. You do? Receipts. receipts. <laughs> <laughs> so many. I mean, right now, I mean, come on, Empire Star. You own, like, that night on Fox is just lit. Yeah. It's everything. The number one show for number black one. women. We just saw the report that come, came out from Nielsen Congratulations. Ratings. Empire. Thank you. In 2010, you won Best Feature and Director at the Film Independent Spirit Awards. Mm. Precious is nominated for Oscar Best Picture and Directing and was also nominated for a BAFTA. You have won the 2010 Glad Davison Valentini Award. There's mm. so many awards here. <laughs> Sundance Audience Award, Grand Jury Award, Tor- Toronto International Film Festival Award. And we just talk about it was the your production work on Monsters Ball mm-hmm. that gave Halle Berry her first Oscar. Mm-hmm. The only black woman to win an Oscar for Best Actress. Still. Really? Yeah. Today. Wow. Yeah. Which had but that was that. because right, you, was, was you had your hands that. in it. I gotta do something about that then. You do. That's, it's, that's the last yeah. time? Yeah. Huh. I think she said it's been 15 years. You know, here's the thing. I didn't know what you... This yeah, is she, a long yeah, time. Yeah, she talked so about it on the podcast. That's too damn long. Yeah. You don't um, know what you're doing when you're doing it. You just sort of do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I had no idea that we were even going to get um, anybody would see the movie, let alone her win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You just do it. <laughs> I remember the first time. I mean, I've been in Essence a long mm-hmm. time. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> but I remember getting picked. name yet. Yeah, I know. Um, about the Woodsman. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Paperboy, like I, I looked through your IMDb and I was like, wow, I, I've seen all, pretty much all of your films, mm-hmm. and I was just like, wow, this, you've been doing this for a minute, but you also have, like, you constantly have elevated yourself, elevated yourself, and mm-hmm. we know Gabourey because of you. Yeah, I, I love her and I love her work, and I Thank just you. love that you introduced us to such a raw talent. Like, that was her first role, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. what your vision? Yeah. For and I want to talk to you about that. I know you, uh, um, your beginnings were in casting, right, and management early, early on in your career. I can't remember. It was it casting or management? A little I bit of confused. both. It was started with casting. Yeah, started with casting. Is it true that, that you, you did you were casting agent on Purple Rain? Yeah. See, what? casting you director. See talent. Oh, excuse me. But I was fired many times. <laughs> yeah. On the same film. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fired, well, how did that hired, happen? Fired, I was on drugs, and then oh. I, but I also knew you know I was friendly with Prince so it was sort of like you know I was fired by the network <laughs> studio and then I was hired again by my friend and then I fired and hired fired and we was just like but I knew <laughs> talent I knew then that that was my talent was mm-hmm. knowing talent and it knowing is. actors so 
Mm. And which roles they should play, too. Because mm-hmm. that's the other thing. You've also worked with so many bosses, like Oprah, Taraji. I mean, these big talents. And just knowing where they work and why and where they'll resonate mm-hmm. with black women. Mm-hmm. That's your superpower, I feel like. Yeah. I love women. <laughs> I celebrate black women. We appreciate that. I celebrate black. I've always celebrated. From the very beginning, I remember um, I started thinking about, you know, my... Uh, my life and my writings and my work and everything and it's always at the core of it has been this complicated black woman mm-hmm. and I realized that uh, it's a celebration to um, my mom and my grandmother and to all of my aunties and all the women that celebrated me when um, many men didn't so I think that that's probably where it's been you know I love that. it's surprising that I'm gay given that I really write so well for women that's really my yeah. I think that's my that's my gift one thing I, I think agree. I love um, with all your characters but I'll just speak about Empire because you know that's back now that you gave Taraji such meat to chew on mm-hmm. and it was like I mean we already knew she was a great actress but you gave her something to really expand her range mm-hmm. um, I want to go back through the women that you have put on what did you see in Taraji that you were like you have got to play Cookie Lion um well, I remember I didn't. I met Taraji for the first time when we were auditioning for Precious. Mm-hmm. She came in to um, read for me for Precious, and um, she, I thought she was going to. I was in, interviewing her for Miss Rain, you know the teacher. Oh yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paula Patton. Paula Patton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she told me she wanted to play Precious. And I said, this bitch is out of her motherfucking <laughs> mind, okay? That's the kind of bitch I'm fucking with right there, all right? That's who I'm fucking with right there, you know? Yes. She's crazy as me. Yeah. And she deserves to play in my sandbox. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, there was no way she's going to play Precious. There's just no way she's going to play Precious. But that she actually thought. She went for it. That yeah. she was going to play. She's gangster. That's like gangster <laughs> to even come at me with some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, there was no question in my mind that I wanted a gangster to play this character, and she did. And I really just can we talk about for a second? So y'all, I think y'all will appreciate this moment. But I have some white friends um, who are always like Cookie, Cookie, Cookie. They love Taraji from Empire, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I love Taraji on Empire, but she's Yvette to me, and <laughs> all, you know. And it was so interesting. I love them, mm-hmm. but they were trying to tell me about Taraji yeah. after discovering Empire, and that's when I was like, this is mainstream fame mm-hmm. because I'm like. Y'all don't have to tell me about Taraji Behan. <laughs> I know her body of work, but they had, you know, you've introduced a whole new audience of people to so many stars. And I think that's incredible in itself. Yeah. It's like another gift. You know, mm-hmm. like a black as a black audience, we know their their work, but to be mainstream, you know, in yeah. TV. It's really exciting. You know, she was our Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that anybody and that's really what it is I try to do at the end of the day is to mm-hmm. is to breathe um introduce flip the script on people like you know like people didn't I mean she was nominated for an Academy Award for Benjamin Buttons right yeah. you know yes. what I mean like and, and still forgotten mm-hmm. by mainstream so that's part of the magic that I do is just try to um, mm, cross over we yeah. tip over we tip over we, mm-hmm. we, we introduce you to a we, we in, but to not just the black world but to the white world too and how did you get Oprah Winfrey to smoke on screen oh I loved it 
get her leg thrown over um, Terrence Howard. She was great. She was great in that. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, Just, you know, we, oh, what we did was I told Terrence to, part of it was not just her. It was, you know, you, you got to partner with the right partner. Mm-hmm. Casting. And mm-hmm. so Terrence, <laughs> Terrence, I said, Terrence, this is the day before we started shooting. I said, Terrence, um, you got all your teeth. He said, no, I got my front one missing. No, I got my front one missing. I said, Terrence, take it out. I said, what do you mean? She said, he said, what do you mean? I said, take it out so that when you tell Oprah to kiss you, Gloria, you said, come here, Gloria, and give me a kiss. <laughs> we already know that she's liking you. Well, she get, she, guess what she's going to you fucking with that. You fucking with Snagatooth? That's some ratchet-ass shit, okay? <laughs> so Terrence <laughs> smiled and said, come here, baby. And he had to, as she just, and she stayed in the pocket. Oh, Oprah wow. stayed in the pocket. She was deep in the pocket of Lee Daniels. It was great. It was great. I remember when that shot dropped before the movie. It was like a still from mm-hmm. that scene with them all over each other on yeah. the couch and the ashtray. And I was ready. Yeah. You could see just even from that still shot. What I do is I try to give you the essence Ironically, mm-hmm. of what it is that our culture is about mm-hmm. at its at its you know at its at its at its core, mm-hmm. right at its core. I'm sitting there and it's a pump in heart, and you're going to think you're going to be traumatized, you're going to be upset with me, you're going to laugh until you are crying, and um, and you're going to walk away with a full experience, you know, of, of what life is about. Mm-hmm. As a black person, wow. is there a story? You know what I mean. And sometimes a lot of people don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I get a lot mm-hmm. of criticism and a lot of backlash and stuff, and that comes with the territory. Is there one <clears> in particular <throat> that bothers you the most? Criticism? Um, I think it. that a lot. Of, I think that a lot of it stems from homophobia. I think they're trying to find. They label it as crazy, or that I'm crazy, or that uh, they can't quite figure me out. But you know, you can't quite figure out any white artist. You know, that's part of the magic. You're not supposed to figure me out. I am crazy. And so they 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 label you and they, they just and so so it's but there's a negative associated with it mm-hmm. because I'm black. Because as a black man you have to be as black people we have to be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent take good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Twice. There are good. no there's no room for error. Mm-hmm. Twice mm-hmm. Good. So yeah. And then 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 there's, you know, stuff that goes on between black people. You know that that's very painful. You know yeah. what I mean. That um, we all come with our own um, darkness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I like that. That's what it, the grittiness that you. That's an empire. You know, I see it in Star, and you. It's one of those things. I, I don't want to say it's dirty laundry, but it, the thing that's most vivid to me is that scene where, and I know it's taken from your own life, when um, Terrence Howard puts young Jamal in the trash can. It was horrible. But not that I've known anybody with that story, but I've known people who shun their children because of, mm-hmm. you know, who they see they are at a very young age. You know people with that story. They just ain't told you that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They won't tell you that yeah. story they because mean, they, they blocked it out. Mm-hmm. They blocked it out. Mm-hmm. It's almost like um, pedophilia. Mm-hmm. They most, one out of four Americans are sexually harassed as children. One out of four. Mm-hmm. How many people are in this room? So that says something. And um. But you'll never know. Yeah. So it's about opening doors and talking about it openly and candidly. And, 
you know, with that comes the criticism. Why is this nigga talking some shit like this? You know, and we don't need to hear about this. We don't need to hear about mm-hmm. it. He's crazy. Shut that faggot up. But it's those stories that really stick to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had that same reaction in Star when the, um, the, the foster father is on top of the young girl. Oh, God. That was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. I but again, another story that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and then the, her, her struggle, Star's struggle, and her sister, mm-hmm. everything they went through. Oh my God, them. I got in so much trouble for talking about like putting a white girl in um, like trying to heal America and just misquoted, and it was just so painful because that wasn't the intent at all. You know, it was to talk about America, about because I saw this shit coming. Mm-hmm. I saw it coming when we were doing um, Empire. I wanted to make a statement about America. I wanted to make a statement about where we were prior to Trump coming. It was almost like I was psychic. I felt the rush. They were shooting black people. They were shooting our boys. They were putting. They were putting us in. They, something was coming. Mm-hmm. You felt the storm. Oh yeah. I mean, there was no question. Remember, they just kept shooting us. Yeah. And they was like, like back to back. And then all of like me and Taraji and Terrence's son, all three were the same age and all on different parts of the country, and they were all in um, trouble with the law. Now, how is that possible? We got good kids going to good schools and they all in trouble with the law. Yeah. What the hell are they on probation for? What mm-hmm. does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It's a storm coming and it came mm-hmm. and it's here mm-hmm. and it ain't going nowhere. And, 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 and so part of that was what I was trying to get at with when I was trying to make Star. I put that white girl and it dropped her right like an atom bomb in the middle of all of these black people. And, um, and she had a half white sister. Mm-hmm. And she had a black friend that was rich as fuck, yep. mm-hmm. which we never see. Mm-hmm. Ever. Um, and we had uh, her other best friend that was uh, a transgender. Cotton. You know, and that, was, and that was the mod squad. And that was what I was trying to get at. <clears throat> and a black but, you caretaker, know, essentially. Yeah. yeah. You know, in a, in queen. A, <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate to say queen that. Queen in that burgundy wig and all iterations of it. Her he, was wig. Like, he was like, wait a minute. She really, had Lee? Wigs. Really, Every- Lee? What's up with these wigs? I said, Cousin Jackie, that's my cousin, who this character is based on, who was, by the way, doing your hair. Come look at her. That's what she's wearing. Okay, you got to, this is, okay, look. So she said, okay. So, you know. <laughs> but when she showed up with that green wig at the hospital, <laughs> when, like, when she OD, I was like, sometimes it's green too much. and a Sometimes it's too much. Like, the, like, I'm like, I looked at one of the episodes, okay, enough already. Let's tone this shit down a little bit. Just a week. Bring it back. Bring it the back. The full crayon box. You know, and but the thing is, is that, and, and, her, and her clothing, you know, is very specific too. Yeah. I gave you that. I gave you fashion. I gave you extreme fashion. Um in uh, Empire, Empire mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, I, I, give yeah. you, I give you... They slay. There's nothing mm-hmm, that we mm-hmm. don't spend. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I go out and find stuff. And so this is the opposite. I didn't want to repeat myself. I didn't have to repeat myself. I want to show that ordinary girl. And it's very authentic. It is. Oh, I'm yeah. really, you know, it's very, very authentic. People are bumped by it, but it's... It, I don't... You can name... I don't know of any of us that can name a cousin or relative that is not in that. Mm-hmm. Even the way her pants fit. I'm yeah, sorry. No. It was bothering me. I just wanted to get her a belt, but then I was like, and that's God my God bless girl. her. God bless <laughs> her for committing to that. You know what I mean? Like, yes. It's really hard to commit to that. In, in this day where fashion yes. is everything. And you know, get and a you tailor. That right, that we better be snitched. Get okay? a tailor. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's really hard to commit to that. And she does it with such uh, fervor. And I'm really proud. I'm really proud. Every actor that I, I've been blessed to work with, people that really commit to 
to what it is. You know, my my, mm-hmm. my hats are off to people like um, Jesse, who it's easy for me to write. He kisses this man because mm-hmm. I'm the man behind the cloak. Right. You know what I mean? But to actually do it and to and to you know, God bless him. Give him life. I watched him. him. I watched him. Um, he was at some award show, and uh, I was in Chicago. And um, he made a poignant speech. About, it was the same day that um, that Obama legalized marriage, same-sex okay. marriage. Mm-hmm. And he was at a pretty much an African. It was a, a black. Um, it was a black event, public. And and he and he st- he talked about it, and uh, half of the audience um, clapped, and half of them just sort of looked at him. You know, oh, wow. and I and I felt him. I felt him. Mm-hmm. He's my hero. Mm-hmm. He's my hero. So bold wow. and so brave and yeah. so fierce with all of it. His performance. <clears throat> it's just that's what's compelling about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the music on top in. of that. Oh, the music. Did okay. you love the music is. Lee, you were Thank doing you these much. black musicals. <laughs> I mean, that it just feels well, like I'm getting a, Little Shop a, of Hearts, yeah. modern moment. Gospel coming it, yes, mm-hmm. you I have know, a gospel, I have a black version of uh, um, Roseanne coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's Miss, that Miss, one? What's that called? Uh, Miss Pat. Oh, Ms. I didn't Pat. see that. That's okay. a good one. I'm really excited. I got a lot of television shows coming down the pipe. Well, I was going to ask you, you tell so many different stories. They're mm-hmm. all our stories to tell. I was going to ask you, what story haven't you told that you'd like to tell in the future? Um, I think I'm going to haven't I told? Yeah, haven't you told? I mean, there's so many to right. tell, right? Um, what other stories do you? I mean, do you have one that's like Brewing. you're like they ain't ready for that? They, they, they ain't ready for this one. <laughs> that's a good question, right? Um, you know, I, you know, I think that a, um, a biopic about my life is something that's interesting mm. when you think about, mm-hmm. you know, from where I come from, literally dodging bullets as a kid, you know, literally, mm-hmm. you know, I have to see watching friends pass away mm-hmm. in front of your eyes at, at, at like 10 mm-hmm. 11 you know what's that like yeah you know having survived the age the AIDS crises really having survived it and to mm-hmm. have lived it from its inception yeah all of a sudden people coming out with spots you waiting for you to get your spot and you ain't got no spot and all your friends are dying and ain't no hospitals taking them and their parents are rejecting them and people are coming together and you're waiting to die, mm-hmm. and ain't no death sentence coming, and you keep checking with the doctor, so you say, okay, well, I'm going to kill myself because I'm, I'm going out with drugs because I can't take this shit no more, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then realizing that there's a greater purpose for you, yeah. really realizing that there's a greater purpose for you, that um, you're here, you didn't go for a reason. So I'm here for a reason, and that's to tell stories, to tell our stories, and... uh it's a, uh, it's humbling. Yeah, and God bless you for giving us Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> okay, every week. And I know he's playing a character, but Lenny. I feel like this is the closest Lenny. I'm gonna I'll get take to any Lenny. Lenny. I can Lenny. Lenny, Lenny, Lenny all the time. Lenny. Lenny's so fabulous. He's him and Naomi together oh are royal. Naomi with that puppy though. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. How much fun is that? Everything. Do you know how much fun it is to direct the two of them together? First of all, we Everything. are family because we're all such close friends. So it's like. You know, it's like I can't even. I can't that even. Little it's like, puppy at the it's table. like I can't even. It's like I have to keep a straight face because we're in these characters. Mm-hmm. We're in. I'm trying to direct them. They are friends. So you you're directed and and they're in these 
over the top. I mean, he's in Saint Laurent. She's in Givenchy. <laughs> there's a puppy. There's just champagne. There's a cigarettes. You know what I mean? There's just and there's there's. I mean, it's ever, it's epic. Yeah, epic. it's epic. Yeah, you know? it really and it's, is. It's, it's what I want to see. I want to see that kind of shit. I want to see us in those in that light. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In the fabulosity. Because mm-hmm. Cookie and Lucius, we know them. We yeah. know those black people. You know we what do, I mean? Mm-hmm. But that right there, that's just the that's on some other level. It's, that's some Mars shit. Okay, Lee, I have a wish. I'm yeah. just gonna put it out there. Mm-hmm. Cause you do juicy drama mm-hmm. like no other. You know when you're just like, wait, what the what just ha- what? Yeah. The twist after twist after betrayal <laughs> and so much of it stems around family and mm-hmm. all of that. Can we really dig into what grown ass women do to each other as friends one day? <laughs> and I'm saying that because <laughs> Oh my god. Those, First of all, yes? I'm Please, gonna like, be doing something gonna... like that. Really? I cannot talk about it, you guys, but it's with two people that um you both know. Oh. Two two people I, we've even talked about one of them today mm-hmm. that I'm going to be doing a uh, a show with with these two women about just that. See, so don't try to stand in line and say you're going to sue me like everybody else did with Star- Empire. Say- Look, <laughs> can I just go to the premiere? Because I already had it first, all right? And you can note it. Copywritten. It's copywritten. Copy noted on this day in 2017. <laughs> However, Lee, are we also going to get on the record? I'll see you at the premiere. Quick oh, no, no. I'll meet you. That we will can we get tickets at least? Yeah, can we get in the building? Are you kidding? No, but it's just like sometimes I, we talk about a lot about this. Like yeah. when, when you're a grown woman and you're Let setting me tell you your ways. Can I just say something? Sure. It is, and it's all. It's about what y'all do. That's the deep part. It's the it's mean not, girl moment. No, it's too. about no, no, not the mean girl moment. It's about? about what you guys do right Journalist? now. Journalist. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. Oh Lord, I'm yeah, we get ready. I'm coming. Oh, it's, yes. I'm waiting for it. It is. It's so. It's about what you guys do. It's about because I've I've had so much. You know, I'm so misunderstood. I'm so misunderstood, and it drives me batshit. You know. Mm-hmm. And so I said, let me just let me just take a moment to oh. now flip the tables. I see what you did there. Yes, honey, I'm getting ready to flip the tables so I you see understand. Because I yeah. So it's it's about it's about black journalism, women. Black Ooh, that's that exclusive. Oh, I'm going bomb, deep. Bomb drop. I'm going very deep. Mm. Is it like <laughs> Devil Wears Prada meat? I don't know. I don't know. But but I it's, but it's black to... girls journalism. Can we go? Can the essence? Oh, and it's, black girl. Okay. Yes, yeah, old school meets new school. Oh, can essence go to the table Ooh, read? That's what sure. I'm saying. Can, we, can, can I tell you something? <laughs> the building. We're gonna really need your authenticity. Okay. We're really okay. gonna need people like y'all in up. the room for real. For please. Seriously. Absolutely. Because I'll need to. Um. You know, we bring in people to you know, just make sure that shit is accurate. So, yeah. All right. Call and, us up. And mm-hmm. I even and I think that's so important too because one thing that's interesting, Corey, you can attest to this, when you're in the edit room at Essence, mm-hmm. there's no one kind of black woman. We don't no, all think know, the same yeah. way. So no. even in when all these meeting of the minds with journalists and we're talking about an issue and how to tackle it, we don't all agree. Nope. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because you but, really but, see... But wait, wait. You don't all agree, but you guys do have a general... You all sort of feel a certain. There is a there is a through line though, isn't there? Absolutely. Oh yeah, There's and we have the, the the essence voice and black women first. first, black women first through our like, eyes. Yeah. We do have that. But it is that you do have that you do have a commonality. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That we're yeah. thinking about sisters first. And we have to but how we process these headlines and things that happen. It's not mm-hmm. all. So it's always a very interesting newsroom because you know people want us to. Be, it can't be one way all the time. Yeah. It's really interesting. You know, even on our show, um, Star. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, we have a light-skinned black girl mm-hmm. and we have a dark-skinned black girl. Mm-hmm. And their perspectives uh, on skin color in itself already is a story. 
Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, they see things from people just think it's a black girl thing, and it's not. There's there's just different layers mm-hmm. of of of. of um, of being colored. That's why they call it colored people. <laughs> I mean, they call us colored <laughs> peoples. <laughs> I'm so politically incorrect. <laughs> Sorry. Hashtag Lee Daniels starts his shit again. No. <laughs> well, you know, before you start some bullshit, we got to go. Thank you for having me. Oh, but my God. Thank you for coming. Thank you. And thank you for really Empire. Thank you for starting. Thank you for the stuff that's coming. Thank you. Yes. Thank I'm you. I'm so excited about the tea you just spilled. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's gag worthy. <laughs> it's really gag worthy. See you at the table, really. Okay, baby. Yes. <laughs> Thanks to our guests, Jesse Smollett and Lee Daniels. If you enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes, yes Girl. Girl, such as our conversations with Angela Rye, the Emmy Award winning Lena Waithe. Congrats, Lena. And tiny. You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you're there. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. Hey, Mom. And of course, to our sponsors, Kind Bars. See you next week. <laughs>